What's up guys, welcome to the Zenfulness Podcast. I just wanted to do a quick uh, intro to this episode with Ray Lee. Um, but yeah, so I just wanna do a brief intro to this episode with Ray Lee because Ray is a, a, a friend from elementary school that I grew up with. And he's had a very unique life where he played in the underground poker world. Um, now he's training to be um, a UFC fighter. And I guess his story is he tried LSD and he kind of kind of had this switch from the way that he sees the world. And um, yeah, like I'm very open to hearing people's perspectives and, and their worldview. But for me personally, I've always been um, a strong advocate against um, any, any form of drugs, even like smoking weed or anything like that. Um, I w I've always cared towards natural means uh, and natural insights, whether that be reading books or meditation or prayer or um, just ways where you can stumble upon insights naturally. Um, and I'm, I'm a very big believer in um, our natural bodies and just pretty much not using drug use. But, uh, but yeah, I, I really, Ray has opened my eyes to a lot of things in terms of um, just the way that he talks about the changes that he saw in himself and this idea around opening the heart and, and just approaching the world from more so a state of love. And um, I just love the message that he has. And uh, yeah, so I just wanna say that I love talking to people. I love meeting new people. I love hearing people's stories. And yeah, I hope you guys enjoy this one with Ray. We're gonna go deep. Um, there's a lot of stuff here that I wasn't really you know, I'm, I'm open-minded, right? I'm open-minded. People that know me, they know I'm like, I'm a Christian. Um, that's my background. I'm really into like reading the gospels, but, uh, yeah, I'm open-minded to always hear like different perspectives, different ways of looking at the world. Um, and yeah, this one was definitely one of my most probably unique podcasts that I've done. Um, we talked a lot about a lot of different things. Um, it felt like very intuitive to me. And I want to do more episodes like this um, in the future. So, yeah, just a brief intro uh, talking about just uh, just a brief intro before we dive into this. Hope you guys enjoy it. We're going to go deep. It might get weird. But, uh, yeah, I think this one was a solid episode and I really enjoyed it. So I'll see you guys in it. What's up, guys? Welcome to the Zen Plus podcast. I'm sitting down with Ray Lee here and uh, really want to give you context into why I was so excited to have this podcast episode. And uh, if you guys watched the last podcast, we had a roundtable about happiness. And Ray was one of my childhood friends from elementary school that joined. And I learned a lot about Ray's story and the life that he's lived in his 20s, whether that be in the poker world and now he's moving into the M MMA world. And I look at Ray as someone who has had a range of different experiences and has a unique perspective on life. So that is why I wanna have this conversation um, with you, Ray, and, and really, really dive into your, your mind and your story. So how would, you, how would you describe who you are? Okay, so I would describe myself as just uh, basically a light being. Um, I, 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 let's take it spiritual real quick. Okay. Uh, like I see myself as an infinite multi-dimensional creator or life form. Um, like I see yourself, um, anyone with a soul. Um, so I believe we can do literally whatever we want. We're co-creators of the universe and we're basically gods. Um, we, we're just in the process right now where we're discovering that truth humanity is and um we're uncovering our real talent and abilities um that were kind of kept hidden from us um through distractions and um maybe some dna um modification by an extraterrestrial source <laughs> uh being um, so there's uh, like many factors of like why right now we've been so suppressed as humans. Um, but I believe that soon, you know, as we move into higher dimensions of Earth, we're in our 3D Earth. And as we get into the fourth and fifth dimension of Earth, um, we'll be able to unlock these abilities like 
you know, telekinesis, like, um, you know, we'll, we'll be able to basically travel interdimensionally um, in a world of just uh, pure love and joy and no, no, uh, you know, pain and tragedy and stuff like that. So, mm, okay. Yeah. So, so there, there was a lot there. There, there was a lot there. So, <laughs> so would you say like, I feel like this perspective is very interesting that you have. Yeah. And I think that, I guess if I'm trying to take what you said and like digest that is, is what you're saying that you, you kind of went through this journey and you feel like you become more conscious. Yeah, exactly. So, so like, how, how did that happen? Cause, cause like even knowing you from before, um, yeah. I feel like you've changed a lot, man. Like in, in, a, in a good way, like you've evolved and like, yeah. I was so even in our last happiness podcast, I, I was genuinely I felt like inspired. <laughs> I yeah, felt yeah. inspired hearing you talk and yeah. I felt very um yeah, it, it was just very fascinating. Like yeah, it, yeah. it was so fascinating it's... what you spoke about. Um about yeah. like opening up the heart, um, becoming more conscious and how we are just like these these creators. And, and I told I, I I definitely agree with that as well. I think um we are becoming more conscious with the internet and the way we interact. Um and, and I've been studying a lot of like the ancient philosophers about the soul, whether that be like Aristotle or um, like, for example, Thomas Aquinas, the, the way they looked at it, he was more of a, like a Catholic uh, saint or, or philosopher. But uh, I guess the, the thing that they've always, that I pulled from there is like this idea of the will and the intellect and how they were, how they kind of use that in, 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 in with their heart, which is, I, I found is very interesting. Yeah. And uh yeah, I guess I guess maybe I'll pass it over to you. Like your your story, like how, yeah. how, where did this conscious awakening that you went through, or the spirituality that you went through, like where did that come from? So it all started. I th I did mention it on the podcast earlier, but mm -hmm. it did it all started with, um, actually it started with Eckhart Tolle. He's a spiritual leader. Mm -hmm. uh, I read his book, The Power of Now. That was maybe. I think I was in 20 uh it was more than six years five six years ago um and I was experiencing anxiety because uh that was around when I finished university I guess and mm -hmm. I was you know I think I, I had a job or I was looking for a job um and then I eventually got one at TD Bank but yeah so I was experiencing anxiety and I just didn't know what like really to do. I was kind of a confused little boy, basically. Um, I was still pretty immature and I just didn't have like a path or I didn't have like a leader or like, like my father was, I didn't really like, I guess, respect him in a way where like, you know, like I, he had a business as well. So I respected that uh, he was self-employed. So, you know, I was just confused and I, I was looking for ways to like numb the anxiety or like, I wouldn't call it depression, but I was looking for help. And I read the book. Uh, it helped me out a lot, actually. Uh, opened my eyes a little bit. Um, mm -hmm. And then I started lo looking more into, like, red pill theory, uh, red pill stuff, of more of, like, the manosphere and stuff. Self and, yeah, self-improvement mm -hmm. and, like, female nature. I was very intrigued by. And, um, yeah, just, like, as a man, like, how you have to be a leader and, like, bring yourself up basically and then uh one day my friend Rohan and uh my other friend Roman as well he came along we went on a hike and I took my first psychedelic LSD and uh it was it was the most profound experience like of my life up to that point um I basically it felt like I unlocked like myself basically like I I took myself out of the matrix in a way or I, I was able to see the matrix in a way and I could see the truth in things like I had a flashback of just like my childhood and like a lot of the things that happened that actually like made me who I am that at that point mm -hmm. uh, like my parents got divorced uh, at an early age so um, it that affected me a lot and then also there's like some family traumas that happened 
during um, like my grandmother's funeral and stuff like that. And I was just trying to make sense of it all. I didn't have really anyone to talk to. And um, yeah, the LSD really like, it helped me make sense of everything. And um, it made me feel so powerful. Like it felt, it made me feel like my true self. Like, uh, and it made me feel the beauty in things. Like when we got to the top of the mountain, I, it was the first time where I almost, like, I think I did tear up a little bit just from seeing the view of just like of of nature and i never really like felt that emotion before um so it opened up you know my mind my heart in a way and uh yeah i just felt so incredibly powerful like i could like do anything on the planet and then that night i just started writing on my on my iphone like notes of just like like why oh like why did my dad do that why did my mom do that why did my uncle do that my sister um what is my purpose like what do I have to do here and um I just kept writing and I I just separated my like we spent the night there in Banff in a hotel and I separated myself uh basically like ran away and just like had to like write shit down mm-hmm. um and I almost like fought like my buddy Rohan he brought over like a couple of friends as well and I almost got into like a huge fight with them um I I don't even remember why it was just stupid but they ended up we ended up getting one hotel room and uh the we only had two beds there and so it was like five like four or five guys and when I went back to the room they were like sleeping and I didn't have anywhere to sleep so I I basically just went like ape shit like and I was just like get the hell out of my room and I like like through the sheets and I like was like yelling at them to like get the fuck out because <laughs> mm-hmm. I wanted to sleep so I was able I was basically like, empowered to like do whatever I wanted like I just I paid for this room I'm sleeping on this bed like you guys mm-hmm. didn't pay for it so you you two get out and out so basically like I was able to just like do whatever I wanted and um my friends were shocked because they never seen this side of me and it was like the first time where I felt like, you know, like I felt like like a real man in a way. Like my testosterone, I feel like was like really high too. And I was like, I don't know, it just felt really strong. Um, and so, then so this is curious, yeah. curious about this, but um, see, like, like I've never taken LSD. Like for, yeah. for me, I I believe you can get there in a in a natural sense, but I think this. The thing that intrigues me about this is I feel like this almost speeds the process up. And, uh, and yeah, like, would you say, was there, is there any danger to getting that power or that awakening too fast? Like when, when you look at that, um, because in in my mind, right, like I think as people get older, like age into like their eighties, their nineties, I think a lot of these people have, maybe it's through life experience, but probably some form of like, an awakening right mm-hmm. whereas i think with psychedelics like i don't have too much experience but just from what i've heard maybe that's a way to get an awakening at an earlier state and yeah. you almost have to be ready for that yeah like um usually awakening happens through like a drug like mushrooms or lsd or ayahuasca mm-hmm. um or it happens through a, a very like traumatic or painful experience or like it's usually painful, like a sudden death or like like a, a crazy car accident or something like that. Because it has it has to be something dramatic for you to like really open your eyes and see the change, right? Um and I think yeah, moving forward, um, I think there's gonna be a lot of cases where like people have this awakening through like psychedelics because there are like clinics and stuff where they actually like uh guide you through it. Uh, with like an actual like therapist or whatever so um yeah that i think it's moving forward people are going to have more awakenings and like it's it's probably better to have it that way than through like a traumatic experience but one mm-hmm. way or another um i i divine believe in divine timing so like whenever it happens it happens right like you can't really force it like right now we're having this conversation so oh like it came to 
came to your mind now, right? Like through me. So now you might think, oh, maybe next week I'll, I'll try it out. And that's just the universe bringing me into your life so you could, you know, learn more about it and maybe have, uh, you know, an awakening or something like that. <laughs> mm -hmm. So, yeah, I wouldn't like it, it'll come naturally, you know, like. So. Yeah, well, I agree. Like even, um, see, I feel like for every like quote-unquote awakening I've had or just big change in my life it's it's always come through some form of um maybe not trauma like I remember like even starting Zenfulness I was like deep in like financial debt at the time I like moved out downtown here I was like in a basement apartment 22 years old um I wasn't really happy with like, the the job I had you know it was it was I was just kind of struggling right and um I remember I, I was like very lonely like in my apartment and uh just like I was like man I need to I need to do something and, and this idea like all I got that popped into my mind was like the, the name like zenfulness it just like popped into my mind when I, <clears throat> when I was cleaning the tub and I was like hmm that I'm, that's interesting like what is that is that a blog and then and then I guess it's five or six years later it, it turned into a podcast and yeah I think this podcast was in a sense created out of pain like the pain of like isolation or just the pain of being like a young like man in the world and and or and not knowing like what the future holds this is like a way for me to like feel feel safe and to, and to talk to people who I think experience the same thing because realistically I don't think we're guided <clears throat> I don't think society teaches us correctly how to um you know properly like engage with the world because it is I would say a fairly complex place and you have to be competent like in terms of like getting money you know meaning relationships taking care of your health um taking care of your mental health taking care of your like the importance of spirituality and uh yeah that's why I just love hearing perspective so I think what I want to ask you here is <clears throat> why do you think like what what why do you think we are here on earth like what is the goal of you know being alive and experiencing um life yeah so i'm pretty like i don't know this might sound like i'm like crazy or whatever but i i i do feel like i know the answer for that um and it's it's like a very simple answer it's it's just love like if if i had to put it with one word it's love um because what like what is love love is the energy it's it's a frequency it's the highest frequency of the creator of source where we all come from mm -hmm. right we're we're literally just a reflection of of source we're just a small piece of source so we're all connected we're all the same right so we're here on earth as a little source uh of consciousness to experience um what the this 3d realm has to offer it's like it's kind of like a school right um it's a very difficult school it's probably it's the most difficult uh lesson uh in the universe uh, because we were able to actually trick ourselves into believing that we're not unconditionally loved so in order to believe that you have to be unconditionally loved because you know you have to have free will to actually experience that so we, we, we basically tricked ourselves into thinking that um and now we're in the process of remembering who we actually are of just love beings and that we are unconditionally loved so going through that the darkness the despair of you know everyone's gone through something you know like when you're scrubbing your bathroom like that was like darkness and despair. Like you were lost. You didn't. You needed answers. And I think it was might have been like your higher self made it might have just popped that idea into your head. But we are guided as well with our our, our angels and and higher selves and our oversoul. Um, we have more loved ones looking at us right now than you could possibly imagine. You're never alone, right? So, um. Yeah, we're here to experience things and just develop ourselves and grow. And once we die, we're just gonna go back into our our true our true form, our oversoul self. We're basically a small fragment of our actual soul, 
um, like maybe like a pinky version, like a tip of a pinky version. This is just a little piece of us on earth. Mm -hmm. And once we go back, we just enter back into our soul and uh, the experiences we had on earth basically elevate uh, like our soul because it's like experience. It's like a video game. Like mm -hmm. you're experiencing things and you level up. So once once we're able to, you know, graduate from Earth, we're going to be like very powerful because we graduated one of the most difficult schools on the planet, on in the universe, you mm -hmm. know, like nowhere in the universe is is this happening. Like this is a huge event in the universe, like there, the amount of eyes on us of of souls looking at us and like just like rooting us on or like whatever it's it's kind of like a show but it's a huge event in the in the history of the universe right now mm -hmm. and this awakening through mass uh consciousness of of humanity is uh we're living in the most exciting times like in the universe like it's insane like it's actually insane like it's like the greatest show ever you could ever have and we're living in it like we we are lucky enough to be smack dab in the middle of it and experience it um because the next few years are you're gonna you, you're gonna see it's gonna be fucking wild mm -hmm. the amount of shit you're gonna see the darkness has already been diminished from what i know um the evil forces have been conquered so now it's more about um just the light coming out of humanity and um there's going to be a purging basically of mother earth uh mother earth is you see all these events happening around the world um these disasters like earthquakes floods and all the volcanic eruptions like these are going to multiply and uh because you know mother earth it basically has been abused for so long and if if we don't match the frequency of earth um we're basically going to be purged as well with it so um it's it's all about connecting back to um earth and um making sure that you know you ground yourself you eat healthy um and you're in a vibration of of love and and happiness and joy so um, yeah, all these dark entities that like on Earth, um, they're they're pretty much done. Like they've been gotten rid of basically by the Galactic Federation of Light. <laughs> so we're taken care of. We we just need to you know continue to po be positive and um, be kind to one another, compassionate, mm -hmm. and everything's gonna play out. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> that was very fascinating. Right? So, so would you say, um, is there a way to fail the test, like experiencing life? Uh, there's no way to fail. There's uh, because everyone, like I said before about divine timing, everyone has their time of awakening. Um, so it might take like longer for others, which is completely fine. Like, you're you're in the right place at the right time at all times right um so yeah there is karma so you know if you've done shitty things in the in your past lives you know it, it could just manifest into this reality just like you just have bad luck in this reality or good luck depending on how you were in the past so um it's we're we're in this matrix we're in this little trap of of earth very dense uh earth where you it's it's kind of like you can see it as like a school or like a prison basically so like you're just continuously recycling like a body until you can like understand earth and like move or increase your frequency so you can get out of earth and learn the lessons right but so like we've been stuck in this karmic cycle for at like so many years thousands of years so um yeah, but right now is like a major event, like where this, like the sun, um, there's a lot of solar flares happening as well, and mm -hmm. that's unlocking our DNA. Um, so yeah, like the next few years are going to be insane. Like, 
just mass awakening and it's already happening right now like if you go on like a lot of it's like censored but uh there's not a lot on youtube uh a little bit i found tiktok has um a lot of um spiritual people that are like really awakening and talking about it mm -hmm. so my tiktok is literally all just spiritual tiktok it used to be you know girls dancing and stuff <laughs> but i had to change the algorithm and you know now it's all spiritual people that like like-minded uh individuals that you know just speak about their experience and they're able to connect to source so they're able to like connect with their higher mind and relay information to us um directly from source basically they're just channels of energy um so there's there's a few leaders in 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 there that i follow as well like i don't know if you've heard of bashar um yeah, but he's yeah. he channels um he's in unison with this et uh named bashar his name is daryl anka on earth and he channels bashar he's an et from a different planet who and they're operating on a higher frequency so they're able to help us and that's kind of their some of their purpose right to help people on earth so he basically just channels he closes his eyes and medit puts himself in a meditative state and bashar takes over his body and talks and you and you have like that i discovered him a couple of years ago but um the way he talks is is incredible like it's it, it like once you see him talk you you'll realize that it's true it's like you just resonate with it and um he basically shows a blueprint of life and like a lot of this shit that i'm talking about right now um a lot of it is from him like he's probably my greatest teacher um Assuming so you should check him out what are your thoughts on um, christianity um i believe that religion is um it's kind of a trap um i i that's my i know you're islam right yeah oh, i'm i'm christian oh you're christian okay sorry um yeah i believe that like religion is a trap um because the main um empowerment tool that we have is to believe that we are like gods basically and what um what religion does is it takes that power kind of away from you i feel um and it puts mm -hmm. you know the power into like another being that you that you think is god right so it, it kind of takes the power away and um uh, i believe that it was it is, it's just created by by man to control humanity um and separate because with the different religions um best way to control a population is to divide and conquer right so um i believe it's it's another tool to separate and to conquer um to divide us and um yeah it, it's i mean there is some good to it that like like anything there's always good and bad to it but um yeah i just i i, I grew up in a catholic school like junior mm -hmm. high elementary high school so i was uh born into it but i never really got into it yeah, um, yeah, and then i became yeah i became atheist after high school or like during high school and uh and then my like my ideas completely changed like after um taking the lsd after learning about spirituality and stuff so mm -hmm. yeah because yeah because for me like i went to um actually i went to the same catholic school as you like like for me and I, I was kind of atheist or not atheist like agnostic for a while and then like recently i started learning about like the different um sects of christianity like protestantism uh catholicism and uh and like the orthodox church and yeah i found i found it has been like very very insightful like there's this saying i heard where uh they say like the orthodox know the faith the the catholics know the mystery of the faith and the protestants know the word and like the mystery of the faith in um catholicism i was talking about this in the last podcast because this is like this is super deep when i found out about it but it's like this idea of like father son holy spirit right mm -hmm. um and there was a 
there was a philosopher, his name is St. Thomas Aquinas. And what he was trying to do is he, he studied like uh, Socrates, Aristotle, Plato, and he, and those guys, he was trying to prove that there is a, a God that exists using like the natural means instead of using the Bible. And I guess like the understanding that he says is the reason why the Catholics say like Father, Son, Holy Spirit is because there's uh, there's like God and then there's Jesus and then there's the Holy Spirit, which is like the three heads uh, or their description of like of God. Right. So what it's saying is like if you're if the father loves the son and then the son loves the father, it creates like this Holy Spirit, which is technically um, you could look at it in one one perspective, which is like almost like self-love, like God is like loving itself. And then if if Jesus like follows the will of the father which is like this thing in his heart, um, it, it creates like the Holy Spirit. So I think it, like it, like the thing that I pulled away from that is like, oh, we have like this higher self, we have this lower self. And if you're, if you like, um, how do I explain this? I guess if you, if your higher self tells you to do something, right? And then your lower self follows that and yeah. that's an act of love. Um, then it then it creates like this holy spirit in you okay I, I thought that was very interesting and i think it's the same idea like when you love yourself you can love someone else and when you love someone else you can usually love yourself yeah. so yeah, it was, yeah I mean, it, it's all it it's all like tied into one another it's all yeah just it, it's all comes down to love loving yourself um because we're all the same um but yeah, I think I, I saw something recently. It was like the translation of uh, Jesus being the son of God is mm -hmm. actually, it's not the son per se, but it's um, it's a fragment or like, I forgot the exact word it was, but just a piece of God. So, or sorry, way of God. So mm -hmm. Jesus was the way to God, way of God, right? Um, because he was trying to show people that um i believe jesus was real obviously and um he was just trying to show people that he was trying to embody what you have to do to reach god reach yourself right and he was he was a perfect example of self-love so he was trying, trying to tell people that everyone has the power within themselves to unlock that he didn't say he was the son of God, but he said, I am the way to God. And this is how you do it. Through yourself. And you're trying to show people, oh, look within. Then you can access God. So uh, I believe that that was his true message, you know. Um, and yeah, I, yeah, Jesus was amazing. <laughs> It'd be mm -hmm. cool to meet him. <laughs> No, this is this is getting deep. So, so I guess okay. coming back to to your story, um, so so you were saying that you used to you know travel the world playing poker, um, yeah. and and I remember I think you said in that in that lifestyle, there's a little bit of like debaucherous behavior. <laughs> oh, yeah. oh, oh yeah. Okay, okay. Especially uh, yeah, I was playing a lot of underground. So okay, so like so living in the world of underground poker um like what did you see what did you experience there and how did that kind of lead you to this spiritual path yeah actually it brings me like right to one experience that i had it was in toronto when i was living there for a couple of years uh, i was playing underground there because there's no casinos there's one in niagara but i never i never went there uh the games weren't big enough over there as well so i had to find bigger games in the city and um it all started with I met this girl and then she had a friend that uh, I think he had connections to one of the games. Um, and then I was able to find one of the games. And then from there, I was able to make connections with people. Um, and then I was able to get into one of the biggest games in Toronto underground where uh, people were buying in like minimum 10,000 and there was like few hundred thousand on the table every night or mm -hmm. not every night it was once a week for that game but 
is uh, 5,100 blinds. Um, so I was actually able to, you know, get pretty close with this one couple, this older Asian couple who um, they were pretty rich and they, they believed in me because I was good. And they were, they basically, <clears throat> I made them a deal with them where they risk all of their money and I make 50% of what I make. Wow. So I risk nothing. And this deal was going on for quite a bit and I was able to make some good money. Um, I make them good money too. Like I, some nights I'd walk out with 20, 20 30,000, 25,000, give them half and just walk away with the other half. Uh, so it, it was insane nights. But I remember one night, um, this one Asian guy, he was like, he looked 30, but he was like, I think he was 18. And he was a scam artist. I didn't know this, but um, he had tattoos everywhere. Like he looked like he was a thug, like huge chain smoking cigarettes <laughs> while playing. Like he played crazy because he had so much money. Right. Mm -hmm. And um, uh, one day, like we got kind of close a little bit, like and then one day, like oh, we're in the washroom. Right. And he was in the stall and I was just taking a piss and I come out. I finish and then he's like yo come in here and I just like he opens the stall and I just like like kind of like peek in a little bit and he shows me a, a handgun and I was like what the fuck and then he <laughs> points it at me he points at me as, as a joke he's like hey and then I was like yo what the fuck don't do that uh but I like played it cool right I was like yo chill and then uh, and then we go back to the table and, and then I was like, holy fuck, this guy has a gun on him at, like at all times he's strapped up. Right. Yeah. And then later, um, he messaged me on, on Snapchat. I had him on Snapchat and he's like, yo, like, do you want to, do you want to work for me? Uh, like, to, I think it was like in, in like a couple days. And basically what he does is he, um, he scams people through uh exchange uh money exchange so he'll he'll he has like a fake website or whatever where he um gets people to think that they're doing a money exchange like currency exchange mm -hmm. of like probably larger amounts and uh he meets with them in person and then does the exchange right and he basically uh meets him in the car and he has like bodyguards in the car with guns and then he, he they basically robbed the robbed the guys for with, with just for their cash, right? And then and then uh, they drop him off somewhere else. And this is basically his scam. And he wanted me to be his driver. Wow. And uh, I was like, he was like, if you do this, like one drive, you you make uh like minimum like two grand based on how much he he gets. He I could get more based on how much he gets, right? So. I was like, damn, that's easy money. And this was before I was like um, awake per se, but I was like still like, I still had that uh, spiritual uh, or, um, experience at that. This was after the LSD experience, but I was still learning and like growing as a person. Mm -hmm. And um, it was actually kind of hard decision to say no, but I ended up saying no. And then a week later, he wasn't showing up at the games and they were talking about how he was in jail. Wow. So if I, if I took right decision, that, bro. If that was the right decision. He dodged I probably would have been in jail. Like probably most likely. Cause it, yeah. So that was one crazy experience. Um, I don't know where he's at. And he went to jail. He owed like a fuck ton of money to the, to the house, the poker wow. games. As well. Cause they would, they would uh, credit people based on like their the trust that so he had good trust, but he he owed a, a fuck ton of money. So yeah, it was uh that was one crazy experience. But other than that, like um, it was just like people doing drugs all the time, drinking like insane amounts of alcohol. Um, just pretty much like pure degeneracy. Um. And like these people had businesses, most of them, or like drug money, or like they had a lot of money. Mm -hmm. And that was why I was there. Like I was just like a poker player, but I wasn't like one of those poker players that were like, oh, 
you know, I have to get, I have to take every spot. I have to like play perfect GTO theory. Like, uh, I, I had to disguise myself as kind of just like a, uh, just like a random player that like just like to have fun with that had money. Mm -hmm. So I had to play like loose and like be talkative and just be like charismatic and stuff to like to play these bigger games too. So, um, yeah, it was it was fun. And then that was like my underground journey. I did that in Vancouver as well. Um, but I was mostly like a tournament player. Um, so yeah, during COVID, I had to play underground and online a little bit. But I love tournaments. That's why I started playing poker uh, at a younger age. Uh, just the idea of tournaments, like the the last man standing wins it all, basically. Mm -hmm. um, and there's the strategy in it. I, I just loved it. So, yeah, I, I lived in Vegas for like three months, played a lot of tournaments, uh, traveled to like Montreal, Edmonton. In Calgary, there's a lot of tournaments. There's one happening now, but focus on training. Um, it's kind of a distraction, but, uh, so yeah, I traveled a lot, um, had a lot of fun. And then, uh, last year, uh, 20, it's been two years now or a year and a bit, uh, December of 2021, I was in Vegas and I completely <clears throat> did a 180 and I, I changed paths to MMA, um, because I felt like I was just chasing money in poker and like it wasn't fulfilling but um I did like enjoy it but it was very like difficult it was like stressful and like when I would lose it would be very like I, it would put myself in a very like depressive state almost because mm. I was playing with like money that like a lot of money and like I I wasn't bankrolling properly I guess as well um so it was, it was very stressful and like I just didn't feel like it was for me and like I needed a change and I realized that MMA was my true passion like I follow like I would always follow UFC even at a young age and and just that level of excitement that I got from it was it was like real like it was more than anything else in the world mm -hmm. and uh, I did do a little bit of boxing experience and I was like naturally like very good at it um so I was like, you know what? Fuck it. I need to learn jujitsu. I need to learn wrestling. Um, my stand-up's pretty good. But uh so so then starting then I started going like training in, in Vegas, uh learning jujitsu, and then I went to LA, San Diego for like a few months um early last year. Uh trained there at some gyms and then um uh started came back to Calgary last year around February uh started training full-time and then uh got some fights in later last year Mo two muay thai fights uh, jiu-jitsu tournament i want I, I want everything basically uh pretty easily it was mm -hmm. actually very easy and then uh uh yeah and then i have a fight my first mma fight which which is why i was doing all of this for mma right uh on in february 18th so next month i have my first mma match in lethbridge so um yeah i'm super pumped for it and it's yeah i'm ready to showcase you know my talent and like basically show my art to the world wow. and uh see yeah, yeah. i want to inspire i want to inspire that's the whole purpose i want to do this as well um i was inspired by um fighters mostly who just did amazing things like I was a huge Conor McGregor fan and he inspired me tremendously um and uh, I just want to pass that on basically and inspire other people to like follow their true heart and follow their true passion um and I I wholeheartedly believe I can do that um once I get into a bigger platform I'm able to you know speak to people uh and show show my, my my talents that everyone has talents you just need to find out what it is right mm -hmm. so that's my goal and i'm doing it for like the greater good of humanity basically and elevate uh because if you follow follow what you love to do you elevate yourself and you and you elevate everyone around you and uh that is what we have to do we have to elevate our consciousness our frequency so we can you know um 
transcend and you know learn what we need to learn and grow and love that's it so so yeah, like throughout the podcast um and the convo like you've talked a lot about uh frequency yeah so like what what does that mean to you like like how do you describe frequency and and what's because I, I remember i heard this nikola tesla quote where he said uh under, i think it's like understanding frequency is like a secret to yeah. the universe <laughs> yeah and yeah, if you want to understand the universe uh think in terms of vibration uh i think energy and frequency mm. i think it was those three uh, frequency energy vibration yeah um so yeah that's that's one of the reasons why i believe in it so so heavily because nicola was like a genius and he was able to channel you know his intelligence his knowledge was from source like he was a master uh channeler of that because all the information in in the universe is there is there up for grabs you just need to be at that frequency to receive it so he was a master at that and uh yeah he was a genius so i i really take that to heart and yeah so so frequency is basically like everything is energy everything vibrates at a certain frequency like a, a radio station mm -hmm. if you tune your tune the knob to a certain radio you can hear exactly what it says but it's your job to be able to tune yourself to to relay that to get that information with from whatever station right um so yeah it's it's just about like uh different uh human emotions basically have different frequencies if you google it you can see like fear is the lowest vibration frequency love is the highest or joy um so it's just about moving up levels into like higher uh frequencies um that is basically uh the scientific way to to enlightenment right um so yeah right now i think humanity's at like uh i think it was like 300 ish whatever frequency i forgot the numbers but we're at where i think we're at like the courage or like pride level mm -hmm. uh and we're, and we're moving up but what's amazing is that like one person operating at a high frequency uh can elevate the entire you know population basically like a small group of people so there there are a small group of people on planet earth right now who are operating at extremely high frequency and it's uh just a small amount of them a small percentage of them maybe less than like a, a percent or less than that even um they're able to elevate all of humanity just from just from that small percentage so um yeah that's the goal just gotta elevate that frequency through you know practices through just like embodying love uh eating right eating uh not eating i mean i don't, yeah i don't believe in eating animals uh i believe that's that's very low dense density um a low density act it's um I I'm struggling like I I still struggle with it. It's it's difficult, but eventually I believe that if you want to be on Earth, you will have to just eat plants and vegetables or fruits and vegetables, um, because that is the the greatest source of energy of light energy that we can attain. Um, animals are 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 not for to be consumed. They're they are basically friends on this planet, right? Um, so yeah uh eating good food uh grounding yourself getting sunlight meditating um yeah being compassionate with one another so, uh, and, and doing what you love that's probably one of the most important things finding what you love hmm. and that, that will really raise your frequency so so i'm curious right like what do you in terms of your meditation like what yeah. how, how do you meditate um in, in terms of your own practice yeah, I try to do it like at least once a day. Um, usually mornings is good. Um, but yeah, I'll just set up like some uh nat natural uh hertz frequency. So like four hundred thirty two hertz is good. A lot of the music actually nowadays is set at four forty. I don't know if you know that, but four forty hertz is is a, a natural frequency. 
um and it's used to like basically disrupt the minds of of the population um it's not it's not good for our psyche um so yeah listening to natural frequencies like natural 432 is is a good one if you just youtube it you can uh uh yeah hear a lot of it it's there's a word for it. i think it's like starts with an s but certain frequencies uh, actually raise your vibration mm -hmm. um so it's good to listen to that often um and i like to do it while i meditate yeah it's just maybe 15 minutes a day is usually what i do um yeah but it, it it's it's just a, getting into the habit of it it can be difficult sometimes but um, once you get into the habit of it it's pretty easy yeah doing it every day mm -hmm. um, and yeah like it's pretty hard to ground right now in the in calgary in the winter time because it's there's just snow everywhere but uh grounding is very good like just barefoot on grass with sunlight is like one of the best things you could do just uh yeah there's like a bunch of documentaries and like there's actual scientific evidence of it being very beneficial for you um so just connecting with nature is good yeah absolutely <laughs> Yeah. well well yeah right thank like i just want to say like this podcast this conversation has been very um I, i've actually i've enjoyed it very much like this like it it, yeah. it has been very fascinating like i feel like we've covered so many different things and i, I have a few more questions left for you yeah, but for sure but um yeah like when i see you and your journey i think it's it's a very unique journey i think the fact that you kind of came from this world of, of like playing poker, um, going through like the spiritual process, and now you're transitioning into um, like this MMA world. Like I have no doubt you're going to be extremely successful um, because just how disciplined you are. I think that's, that's something I've always noticed about you. And uh, yeah, man, I'm really, I'm really excited to see what the future holds for you. Like in terms of when you get there, when you have, um, which which you will you're gonna I feel like you're gonna have a lot of influence on people like even the way you speak it's like it's very uh yeah it's it's it like it it teaches it teaches a lot and and it, it made me question a lot of things and see things from a different perspective and yeah I think the message of like following your heart or like trying to open your heart um I think is a very important message is I think not many people speak about that um yeah. And, and yeah, like the, the first time when I heard that, it was actually when I was 20, when was this? This is when I was 21. I went down to Vegas for this um, entrepreneurial conference called Thrive. Um, yeah. And uh, yeah, I remember this guy said like in life, one of the hardest things to do is to um, to have the courage to follow your heart. And that just pretty much means do things that are unorthodox, like in the sense of if you like poker, you followed that. Now you like MMA, you follow that. And it, in my mind, when I see someone gen, genuinely go after what they want, it's actually inspiring for me too, because it helps me with like seasons or, or, or this podcast. And it's like, oh, even though this is this is good, right? This, this is good to do. Ray's doing his thing and um, yeah. I'll do my thing, right? So I guess where, where can people find you to learn more about your, your story and your journey and um, and your future? Yeah, so I just I don't post a lot. Um, I should though. I want out. I've been wanting to start like a TikTok and just like talk to people. Um, so but right now, yeah, I'm like right now Instagram is probably the best place. I just post like I just posted like my fight update. Um, I I will start posting more on TikTok. I think. Um, I'll I'll probably be accessible through my Instagram, but. Uh yeah, my Instagram's Ray Lightly, R E Y Light, and then L E E. Um, and yeah, I I I I very like I appreciate the fact that you're even like alive, bro. Like the fact that you're able to like have conversations with me and like understand me. Um, I'm like truly grateful for. So, um, yeah, when I like my my goal is to 
be like a uh, uh, basically like a champion in probably UFC or like a huge organization where I kind of inspire millions of people. Um, that's the end goal. So right now I'm just training very hard. I think that way I can inspire more than maybe like focusing on like uh, posting a lot on TikTok. But I think like Sean O'Malley, I don't know if you know who that is, but he yeah, know, he, he grew a social media during his rise and stuff. So that's a good blueprint of how to do it, I think. Um, but yeah, that's the goal. I like how whatever I need to do to inspire people, um, and continuously grow, you know, as a person. Um, yeah, and and for you, it's like. I guess you are like like-minded as well because you're able to go after like what you actually want to do and what makes you happy. Um, so you're able to kind of see things from a different perspective, which is, which is awesome. And like you, you just got to keep going with what you're doing. Uh, and I got to keep going with what I'm doing and uh, you know, we're going to do big things. I feel like we're still so young, bro. Like, mm -hmm. We have so much to grow and like so much influence we could have and yeah it's 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 basically up to us bro like if you think about it like people like us to um we have the world on our shoulders basically it's a lot of uh it could be stressful but we need something big like that to motivate us right like we need in this crazy world like the light will win you know we're, we're the light we got to show them right so yeah it's awesome absolutely bro yeah. things are coming um so, so I, I have two more questions for you ray but yeah here's one so so let's say uh there's a billboard right yeah today's world we got like the, the ukraine war we got some stuff going on in all, yeah. all, all across the world it's it's a, it's a hectic place it's crazy um yeah. and there's also a lot of good there too right but but what is what is your message if if you could say one message to the whole world at once, what what would Ray's message be? The answer is love. I actually want to get that tattooed on my like a huge tattoo on my chest. <laughs> so kind of cheesy, but like that's that's the message that I'm trying to convey. The answer is love. When in doubt, love. When you're feeling you know pissed off about someone or something love just change change your frequency right um because that's when everything changes in your life you change your inner world your outer world changes right you got to start within first 100 mm -hmm. percent. and uh man this is good <laughs> yeah. going, okay so uh the last question of the podcast for all the guests we always talk about this and it's really the, the, the core, the ethos of Zenfulness is about this idea of enjoying the journey. Now, what does enjoying the journey mean to you? Enjoying the journey, that means everything. Because uh, I do have a goal and goal to inspire millions of people. And I do believe it will happen. Um, but the, this journey right now that I'm on of just like, it's basically learning about yourself. Like the journey is just learning about yourself. And what do you have to do to learn more about yourself? Um, you can work a job or you could do what you love. Which one's more satisfying? Like working a nine to five or finding what, you, what you're passionate about? Because you won't reach levels of success from a regular job unless you do truly love it um, as you would with doing what you love. Because you won't have that determination you won't have that motivation you won't have uh that will to to take it to that next level and levels beyond that like that's why people who do what they love they're able to reach such high levels of like human like just they're able to reach the boundaries of you there is no boundaries i guess but we are constantly breaking boundaries but we're able to continuously evolve in that manner, right? So enjoying the journey of like doing what you love. Cause yeah, when you're like in when you're doing what you love, you're in that flow state and time doesn't exist. You're just in that state. The present moment is all that exists. Um, so when you're in that state, 
it's just it's just happiness it's just love right mm -hmm. and if you're able to can you continuously get yourself in that state um great things will happen right everything will, everything you could dream of will happen if you're continuously able to get yourself into that flow that loving state of playful curiosity mm -hmm. um so and being grateful every single day so yeah absolutely bro yeah <laughs> something just popped into my mind but i had a i had a t teacher say like um when you have happiness but i asked him like oh with different emotions what does that turn into and he said oh when you have happiness it makes you vanish and i didn't know what that meant but now yeah. i do and i think it means yeah. like you, you escape what what you said you escape the body and the mind yeah you're just letting you're letting you're surrendering and that's like very difficult for people because uh because of ego like once you surrender your ego you're basically you're telling your ego that like you're dead right so it's basically killing yourself before while you're alive in a way um killing your ego so your true self can come come into the light um and yeah time doesn't exist it, it's all it's the only thing that's real really the present moment that's the only thing that's real nothing else exists like us talking right now this is like this this is all that exists there's not past future doesn't exist it's just now mm -hmm. so i i believe we, we we are able to doing this i love i love to talk and like just we're we're doing it right now i feel like so we're getting better at it and you know we'll be at we'll be at a point where it's like it's just smoother it's it you know it's uh and we're able to just like transcend levels of of even just talking because that's that's a form of love i feel like too communicating is just exchanging energy right mm -hmm. absolutely and <laughs> there you have it guys really Make sure you follow this guy and make sure you um, follow his story. And uh, yeah, I think I think there's a lot you're going to see from Ray. There's a lot of growth and there's a lot of wisdom that he's going to um, share with people. But um, actually, he already is. But <laughs> uh, well, I don't know I'm talking to their person. But yeah, Ray, thank you for this. Uh, thank you for this compliment. I really enjoyed it. Uh, yeah. I thought it was, this is probably one of the most unique podcasts I've ever done, honestly. Yeah, but 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 I like to go this deep because because I I agree with the message. Like I think I think the operating in a state of love is difficult to do, and I think it's something even now I needed to hear because um, maybe I was drifting away from that. So mm -hmm. yeah, it's it's just, it's good to hear that. It's good to hear that because it like motivates you to be like, oh, it's this is this is good. This is good. Exactly. Yeah. Yeah, and I think. Um... Yeah, a whole nother uh, topic, but uh, maybe we could talk about it another time. Uh, but yeah, it's about like love and like twin flames and, and that kind of stuff. Because I did meet someone who I feel like they unlocked something in my heart. Mm -hmm. and um, I'm still trying to figure out like exactly what happened. But uh, I think it still comes down to just self-love, right? And like once you love yourself to a certain capacity oh actually no i saw this thing it was like you want to meet someone who um can unlock the experience of love of of self love within yourself because some people can't do it themselves right mm -hmm. but sometimes you can you can unlock that little aspect of love within yourself using some someone that you love right so um yeah, I'm still trying to like understand it all, but it just comes down to like self-love and loving yourself. And then once you're able to love yourself, you can uh, reciprocate that to someone else and then they can reciprocate it back to you. And uh, there's different, like there's higher levels of it. Like as, as, as I grew and as I love myself more and more, I was able to meet people that loved me more and more. So it's just based on whatever level you're operating at.
Mm-hmm. Um, you can't find it. Can't rely on other people, right? You gotta, you gotta find it within, and then it'll come to you, right? So, that's yeah. That's basically the final message. <laughs> yeah, you know, I think that's that's a good place to end. But um, yeah, it's very interesting you say that because I, I kind of went through something similar recently where where I've, I've been thinking about this a lot. I've been thinking about the importance of self love and um. I just really believe in this, like even from like understanding like the the mystery of the faith, like Catholic, the Holy Trinity, like, yeah, yeah, I've been thinking about this for the probably the last three months and how important that is. And uh, yeah, I, uh, I agree, dude. I think if you love yourself, you can love someone else. And if you, um, if you're able to love someone else, that's like a form of loving yourself. Mm -hmm. And uh, yeah, I just feel like sometimes we, maybe it's our egos, but sometimes sometimes it, it's really easy to not to not go that like to sabotage right to self-sabotage or to to not love yourself when realistically like that's all that's like the baseline like we the baseline is happiness the baseline is feeling good you know we, we, we already have it we already have everything we need um right so i think it's just like realizing that yeah it's 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 about removing the blockages of uh or the id the negative ideas that you have of yourself mm-hmm. uh in order for you to access that the your true self um so yeah just try to and it's difficult to like f- find like your subconscious beliefs that you have about yourself that are limiting your you um and you can find that through meditation like shadow work and things like that um so yeah just remove basically all you have to do is stand away from yourself in a way get out of the way of yourself of of those beliefs that you have that through conditioning through society through traumas through not feeling worthy enough you know like it's just removing those blocks just getting away getting out of the way so you can actually like bring things into your life that are your true frequency (laughs) 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 all right guys there you have it Rayleigh and uh yeah thank you once again bro this one is uh this is this is legendary right here this is legendary